Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. This is the second hour of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you. Hi, Brendan. Twelfth time in the last 20 months in the uh, main studio. The city southeast side. This is Oilers Now. Second hour of our show brought to you by our title sponsor for the last nine seasons, and that is Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Of course, uh, we're going to go interactive in this next segment. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement Bet on It. Open 24, uh, 24-7. More chances to play, more chances to win. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Same number, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. With Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. We'll tell you Japanese Village. Guests receive gift certificates to Japanese Village, open to serve you to any one of their five Edmonton and area locations, featuring Japanese A5 Wagyu. Visit jvedmonton.ca. All right, we got a full board. This uh, next 23-minute uh, block is all about you. Uh, Brendan, you're going to bring uh, folks in and out, and we are going to stop. Uh, start uh, with Jack from Edmonton on line number one. Jack, how you doing? You're in orders now. Jack, you there? Hello. There yeah. Hey, Jack. What's up? What's going on, my man? Uh, two things. Number one, what what's the word on uh, Archibald? I haven't heard a lot on on him. I, you know, he's got the myocarditis, as you know, and I don't know if he ever went and got vaccinated. I do not have him as a plug in and play guy in the final half of the season. Maybe I'm going to be. You know what I'll do? I'll ask Ken Holland uh, on Tuesday and get an up and, and try to get an update at that time for you. Okay. Okay. Now, next question, real quick. I have a question. Why are the coaches letting guys play two, three, four minutes? out there without any repercussion. I think that's just lack of accountability. Okay, and have you noticed when you have McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nugent Hopkins at center that there's a greater urgency for those? Because you're obviously talking about the Oilers' top-end guys maybe extending their shifts too long. Well, uh, not, be... even, not even in three-on-three, three, even even a lot of times in a full game. Yeah, no, no, can... no, 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 no. I'm saying in the full game, and that's the advantage yeah. of having those guys. The the other thing that I, I'm sure you've known, well, last night doesn't count because they scored on the power play right away. But I the, agree. But in the previous games, they were taking shorter shifts on the power play. Yeah, I, but that, 
that's got to get cleaned up. Hey, it's a valid point by you, Jock. Yeah. It is. Valid point. Okay? Yeah. Thank you. Okay. You bet. Let's go to Jim on line number two. Jim, how are you doing? Good. Yourself? Good. What's up? Okay, three points. Uh, uh, the first line. I find it's hard. I, I don't know. I think the players are intimidated by uh, playing on the first line because they can't make a mistake, right? Because Connor is Connor, and he's the best. And they they, they always want to get him the puck. That's the first thing. I just they're going to find a hard time finding somebody to play with him because Hyman's tried. Uh, uh, I mean, they've all tried, and nobody's succeeded. The thing about here's another. I think we lost Jim. We're we're losing you. Are you on a are you on a wireless in your house right now or something or driving? Yeah. Is is that better? Yeah, go for it. Okay, okay. so okay, Hyman and Nooch. Yes, everybody says Cass can trade him. He's going to become very valuable if the, the better they get because on the third line you're going to need somebody to protect them because who do you get on third lines on other teams but guys that just want to you know what I mean? Yeah, bigger He's guys. Gonna, yep. Yeah, and and he'll he'll keep them not protected but they'll they'll get a lot bigger. Same thing with Kane being here. When's the last time you saw Cassian fight? Kane's here now. Cassian took a fight right because he got somebody to protect not protect them but stick up for him and it's like a team right yeah. I, okay and th- just a quick thing about coaching everybody wants to tip it gone two of the coaches ahead of us in the playoffs were here and we rode them out of town and there's still you know uh mcclellan and uh yeah yeah so it's, it's okay. i know i'm nervous all right <laughs> it's okay you got your three points in all right thanks for the call jim uh that opens up a phone line uh 780-496-0063 uh, a couple things first of all hyman uh I, I think can play with mcdavid the reason he's with nugent hopkins is because of balance I do think Hyman and Nugent Hopkins are effective together, and part of it is because of the chemistry that they've had killing penalties together. Uh, and I I concur with your thoughts on Cassie, and I think he had his best work last year when he played with Nugent Hopkins in Game 3 and Game 4 against Winnipeg. That was big, bigger, heavier hockey. And I get it. There's frustration. I mean, I, I, most of you are smart enough to realize that today a player can't fight every shift or every game. It just, you can't do that anymore. Uh, Cassian's got to fight on his terms. He's got to be active. Uh, Kane, I don't know if people saw, I mean, they obviously saw the hit from Hathaway, but Kane did go back at Hathaway in the third period too after he got in uh, McDavid's girl, and so did Cassian, and that's part of it. And frankly, I'd like to add one more big guy uh, to play in their their bottom uh, six forwards as well. We go to Nick uh, in Edmonton on line number three. Nick, you're in Oilers now. How you doing? Good, man. Can you hear me? We got you loud and clear. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, yeah, I just uh, want to get your uh, thoughts. Um, trade deadline's coming up. Um, I know Hopi's uh, last year of his contract. He's had a playoff experience winning the Cup 2018 with the Caps. Um, what do you think about maybe Oilers bringing him in? I mean, if it works out, great. If not, it's not like he's, you know, you guys are obligated to sign him. Uh, I would say, first of all, just with uh, the first thing that's going to happen here is we're going to see whether or not uh, Mike Smith can get back to where he was at last year and get healthy. That's going to be the first step. So it wouldn't be something that would occur over the course of the next, I don't think over the next 10 games unless one of uh, Koskinen or Smith gets hurt again. You said, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, my only concern would be, I mean, Smith hasn't been healthy all year, right? I mean, Koskinen's kind of, you know, I mean, he's starting to heat up it, a little bit yeah. here, but I mean, yeah, and that's and Nick, it's a fair perspective to have. Uh, the only thing I'd say about Holpe in Dallas is, I'm led to believe the goalie they want to move out of Dallas is Hadoban, and he's got a year left in the threes. I don't want that contract. I don't know about you. Oh, yeah, 
I know exactly. That's what I'm thinking. You know, I mean, Hobie's, I mean, he is, as we know, he is a goalie that can heat up and can win you playoff games. I know the agency. If Dallas falls out of it, the agency would love to. They're represented by the Sports Corporation. They'd love to see Braden here. So It's a decent suggestion by you. We'll wait and see what happens. Thanks, Nick. Sounds good, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, let's go to Alex on line number four. He's calling from Edmonton. Hi, Alex. You're in orders now. Hey, Bob. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. Yep. Uh, well, I guess I feel like every, every other Oiler fan out there, a uh, bit of relief. Uh, you know, I mean, it was getting pretty brutal. I mean, I was one of the guys calling for Tippett's head. No question about that. Uh, but when you get all your players back, like they do, except for Smith, and getting Kane obviously is a huge, a huge thing for them. Getting him on left wing and be able to put three sentiment out there. Um, he's not even fully up and running yet. Oh, either. I know. Like, like he's going to get better and stronger, and he's going to he's going to whip himself into NHL game shape. And he has a presence, and he's. I mean, you take it's. I don't think it's lost. I put a tweet out last night following the game, just really baseline numbers and. You know, whatever comment you want to make about guys off the ice, you know, whatever. You're you're entitled to your opinion. I think he's going to be on his best behavior here. I think his play will improve here, too, once he gets uh, a little bit more up to NHL game shape. And, I, and I'm 100% with you. It is a game changer in terms of the options that it provides them at forward with what they can do at center. Oh, for sure. And it's going to take the pressure off the coaching not to have to put dry those dries that up to with McDavid. And, uh, like, last night, I mean, it was just awesome. And Nugent Hopkins, like, missing that guy was huge all that time. You know, no PK guy. And uh, for me, Nugent Hopkins is the calming guy on that ice. I mean, every time I see him play, like, he never makes a bad play, it seems. And he just seems to be smart in every aspect of the game. And um, But just one thing, Bob, I mean, I'm like everyone else uh, of all the fans, you know, it comes down to goaltending. We all know that to go far in the playoffs, you're going to have to have an ace in that net, man. And that's what we need, even regardless if Smith comes back, uh, uh, you know. And so uh, I'm crossing my fingers if Holland can uh, yep. play, get some magic going there. And I don't know what's going to happen, Bob, but... Uh, yeah, pretty relieved now. Now I'm looking forward to February because we're going to play all the Western Conference teams. So. And they've been good against the West and really good against the Pacific. Thanks for the call. Right okay. on, buddy. Thanks. Thank you. Um, and I'll just mention this again, and I'm not saying Edmonton was quite like Detroit, but Detroit had a lot of depth at forward and didn't necessarily invest big money in goal. And the orders now have greater depth. They've got another chip to play. His name's Dylan Holloway. Let's say he's up here April 1st. Um, Kane will hopefully uh, get you know in 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 continuously better uh, game condition because he's in unbelievable shape. Um, and the other thing is they've got nothing out of Pulleyarvi or Fogel here for a while. That's not going to continue. And, and there are lots of teams interested in Fogel. There's teams right now. For I, I know there's sort of uh, there's some people out there that are critical of Fogel and they didn't like the trade because it involved Ethan Bear. I'm telling you this right now. I know for a fact there are teams that are trying to, they're betting on Edmonton panicking and making a quick decision on Fogel because he hasn't scored a lot. And I believe Fogel will go through a stretch where he scores like five goals in seven games. It's going to happen for him. 780-496-0063. We're going to go to Darren uh, from Edmonton on line number four. Wants to talk about goaltending. Hi, Darren. How you doing? Hi, thanks for taking my call, Bob. I'm yep. doing good. Um, just looking at the Oilers' schedule with Smith coming back, I heard you say earlier that Smith is going to start on Tuesday. That's my guess, yep. 
do we do we really think Smith coming back playing five games is our best chance to win against Vegas when our next two games are against Chicago and the Islanders? So you would reverse them, eh? I would 100% go Koskinen, Vegas, Smith, Chicago, mm-hmm. and then that's almost whoever's better gets the New York game, in my opinion. Okay, well, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of logic, a lot of logic in that perspective. Well, when a goalie's hot, he's hot. Like I don't care who he is, and a lot of people are on the side. Oh, well, you never know about Koskinen. Well, the fact is, in his last five games, he hasn't allowed over three goals. And with the Oilers' offense uh, getting, I'd say, heated up a little bit more, if Koskinen can allow three goals or less a game, well, we should have a really good chance of winning every game. So, do you, do you know what Edmonton's record against Vegas is this year? By the way. Two and zero. Two and zero. And I, I, I know Koskinen started the second game. I, I for some reason, I thought. Uh, Brendan, can you? I don't have my uh, my computer's not up and running here in this studio. Can you check to see game number five? The Oilers started the year five and zero, and they won in Vegas in that fifth game. Can you check to see if it was Skinner or Koski that got to start? Darren, you made a. Uh, that's a good point by you. Thanks for the call, my man. Thanks, Bob. You bet. 780-496-0063. Let's go to Ron from Red Deer on line number six. Hi, Ron. How you doing? I'm doing really well, Bob. How about yourself? Thank Good. you. Thank you for the call. Yep. So, first of all, I want to give kudos to yourself pertaining to players that are, like, uh, potential. Uh, the Paul, something Paul Davis or... Nick Paul. There was four guys I mentioned. They had to be in the... And, and it all pertained to Archibald. Because Archibald yes. was Archibald was going to go on LTIR. He's a 1.5 cap hit. So we had to find four guys that were making around one and a half million bucks a year. The first guy that I mentioned was out of Arizona. Okay, and that was Lawson Kraus. He had a four-goal yes. season last year, and I heard that Arizona had soured on him. And so that was my first target. He's big. He can skate. He can kill penalties. He's tough enough. And, of course, he got off to a good start, and they wanted a first-rounder for him. Now, I've heard he's cooled off a bit here. Then this, I, I mentioned Paul on and off for the last couple of years. Then yes. I mentioned Bastion from Seattle. $800,000 cap hit signed to a two-year deal by New Jersey, claimed an expansion. He was not playing for three weeks before he was placed on waivers. I wanted to try to go get him out of New Jersey. He's got eight goals, by the way, since going back to New Jersey in 29 yes. games and, uh, and helped jumpstart their power play. And then the other guy was, and I we mentioned it during when Florida, uh, Florida came to town. We talked about Mason Marchment. It was on the yes. right, and yeah. this was, and then he went supersonic, gin and tonic, and got twelve points in his last five <laughs> games. So, yeah. but they're and all also, they're all cheap and they're all big, and yeah. uh, so that's and also I still got more kudos for you, Bob. Uh oh, the seven goal call. That, that was awesome. That's math. That's all that is, is. That's all that is. Is a team that's shooting the pocket, you know, six and a half, seven percent even strength. Taking my last co- go for my it. Last comment, Bob. Yep. Is that is it fair to say that opponents rise up to the Oilers because of Connor and Leon? And all I'm going to just listen to your comment. Th- thanks, Ron. All day, and I can prove it. I can prove it because the Chicago Blackhawks, when they were at their height of their powers, they won three Stanley Cups between 2010 and 2015. They came into Edmonton in 11 and 12. They got beat 9-2 the first time they played here that year. Nugent Hopkins had five assists. So you'd think, all right, well, we're going to light these guys up and teach them a lesson the second time because we're the Chicago Blackhawks, one of the top five teams in the league, and the Oilers are in a full-blown rebuild. And Chicago was dismissive of Edmonton the next time they played them. And Sam Gagne got four goals and eight points. 
Only player in the last 33 years to do that, and that was uh, 10 years ago yesterday. And that's because Chicago did not respect Edmonton. When you have McDavid and Drysaddle, every team preps to play you. They do. It's just the reality of the situation. And I've experienced it the other way. I can tell when teams and organizations were dismissive of Edmonton in the past. They don't want to be embarrassed, specifically by Connor. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Back to Brendan Escott. Brendan, did we get a starter in that fight? The the orders win the first win in Vegas this year. Yeah, it was Koskinen. So he actually faced thirty eight plus shots in both of those starts, and he's got the wins. That caller made it. That's it because you know the general consensus is while well, you start Smith, maybe you do smart uh, start Koskinen. All right, let's go back to the top. It's one twenty-one in Edmonton. Garrett out of Whitecourt wants to join us uh, on line number one. Hi, Garrett. How you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, Bob. This is an amazing run we're on at the moment. But you know, you brought up the. the Evan Bouchard and his panicking, like I'm an educator and a coach as well. So, you know, when, when we have somebody that's young, we bring him to the sideline and we show them from afar, this is what you're doing wrong. This is what you're not understanding. And I've, I've said it before, and I actually texted, if he does not understand and he panics on the hind end and he's the last guy with the puck, and he fired it up, like, blindly. And it's a timing thing for him. And if there's nobody there to receive that puck, what happens? It gets intercepted because you know that it's it's the NHL. He just... Garrett, I have, a, I, have a sol- I have a solution for you. Mm-hmm. And it's a right. solution that I'm amazed at that the Oilers have not deployed all year. Mm-hmm. Okay, right now Bouchard's playing 21 and a half minutes per game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now he was off the first unit power play last night. He's obviously five on five. His his productivity is the best of all orders defensemen. He's mm-hmm. trying to do too much at times, and sometimes as a D man, you have a you have to punt, right? You just have to get it yeah. off the glass. But here is my solution: mm-hmm. I would play CC with Nurse, and I would play Keith with Bouchard. I right, mm-hmm. and I would mm-hmm. give Darnell Nurse. And, and Cody CC more defense zone starts, and they uh-huh. would be the primary pairing against the opposition's top line. And then uh-huh. I play Keith and uh, Bouchard against the. I'm amazed. You're sitting with Keith and CC with almost 1,800 games of NHL experience. Right. And when Absolutely. the Oilers got uh-huh. Keith, I thought Keith was going to play with Evan Bouchard. And so, to me, that would that would now they're gone five zero and one. Everything you've said about Bouchard, you're not. There, there's there's several media guys that get frustrated. The, I and I look at Bouchard and I see, I see what he can be and what he can do, and I like the offense that he can generate. I got news for you, Jeff Jackson and his camp with Bouchard are going to take the Oilers to the woodshed in two years from now, because the the guy is so good offensively, he's going to have. Point he's going to be a forty to fifty point man. He'll probably be a forty to fifty point man this year with not a lot of power play time. Where is he going to be at a year from now? Now he's still in his entry level deal for one more season after this year. Mm, this is just it, eh? But mm-hmm. I, my my solution on this is he works and settle gets uh, and plays with Duncan Keith. I would split Keith and Cece up and play Cece with Nurse and Keith mm-hmm. uh, and Keith with Boucher. What do you think of that? I think it's a good concept. Personally, myself, in my opinion, I would put Barry with him, and it's like he needs to see it visually. You, you, you would put Barry. You would put Barry with Bouchard. 
Uh, absolutely, 100%. They're both right shots. Yeah, but he, and he's, and he's got to learn something. He's, I don't know. Like, I'm just That's a shot in the dark. Okay. You know, I, I appreciate All right. both right shots. Okay, right? Garrett. Hey, I got to get some more calls in. Thanks for your call. We got four left. I want to get in this segment. Brian from Edmonton wants to talk about the odors depth. Hi, Brian. Bob, uh, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Just uh, something I something I really noticed being a longtime older fan is is uh, <clears throat> the way the way the way Dave Tippett coaches. He wants to keep all the top guys together and and play on the top two lines. That that's worked really well when when the power play is working and. You can see how tired McDavid and Drysaddle have become. Yep. They'll never they'll never admit it, but you can see they're doubled over. They're tired. Any team that's successful needs four lines, and I I'm really hoping for Tippett. I hope because I think he's a good coach, but I think he's a little stubborn. Um, he's got to start trying to keep four lines together. Wait, wait, wait a sec here. What did you What did you watch on the road trip? They basically rolled those lines over on the road trip. They McDavid centered one line, Drysaddle centered the other, and Nugent Hopkins and Hyman were together on the third line. Like they it's did. About time. It's about time. What was it's What was the time. What was What was the dyna- two dynamics changed? Number one, they got RNH and Hyman back healthy, and number two, they yeah. got Kane, and that allowed right. them to play a deeper lineup. Right. Uh, and you know what? It just leads me when when you look back at the Gretzky era. They had guys like Keekin and, and Kevin McClellan and Lumley, Limsden, Hunter, Dave Hunter. These guys were role players, but they were the glue, and they were the, the guys that pushed, put them over the top. And I think that's what the Oilers are needing right now. Is, is not, not more top-end talent, but guys to fill in those roles. The agitators, the guys that okay. muck it up. And we're starting to see it more. But I think I think that's the direction they have to go to get uh, the four okay. lines. Okay, thanks, Brian. Uh, by the chicken in the end was a top six player. Uh, Lindsman during his two years here, for the most part, played in the Oilers' top six. Certainly Hunter and Lumley. Uh, Lumley moved up a bit sometimes in the top six. He had that one heater where he scored in twelve straight games. He was a third liner. Hunter and Hughes definitely were very integral parts. Um, as third-line players for the Oilers. Let's go to Chris uh, on line number three. I mean, for me, it was guys getting healthy and Tippett having more options, showing what the lineup could do. What do you think, Chris? Uh, yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. And uh, I was actually just wanted what I was wanting to talk about was just, you know, with now that with Nudes and Hyman now back in the lineup and looking healthier and like they're already just looking much better and just even just with those two yes. back in the lineup, it just feels the team's just starting to get some more confidence. You know, it feels like the weight's uh, a little bit off of McDavid and Dry right now, where it's like you know when the team was struggling, you know, even even I think you commented on how you know these try to push themselves so much where it's almost kind of they tried to do so they tried court. to do too much man that's what they tried to be it's noble but they it, nurse does it on the fence mcdavid and dry settle do it up front they care yeah. so much that they try to overextend themselves and sometimes they get themselves into trouble Thanks. yeah the the yeah. time run it is too much and you know what uh, and i know we're only three games into it but it'll be interesting to see how he still continues i'm so far liking what i'm seeing from evander kane right I, I think been, uh, yeah i think most he's, fans he's are bringing too. an impact and you know what he's kind of giving a little bit more dimension and just a little bit more and you know what? just after that halfway hit on mcdavid last night and uh you know 
him and Kane and Yamamoto kind of going after him right now. Like, we just need to see more of that from 100%. other players and contributing. Thanks for the call. Okay, thanks, thanks Chris. Bob. We're not. Uh, I apologize to Lorne and Rob. We're not going to be able to get to them. It's one twenty-eight at Edmonton. Uh, keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. George Larocque coming up, as well as the Oilers now prospect report. But we'll head at this time off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad.